Good afternoon. I'm here today to announce the appointment of David Weiss as a special counsel, consistent with the Department of Justice regulations governing such matters. In keeping with those regulations, I have today notified the designated members of each House of Congress of the appointment. In February 2018, after being nominated by the former President and confirmed by the Senate, Mr. Weiss was sworn in as the United States Attorney for the District of Delaware. Mr. Weiss had been a career prosecutor, having served previously in the office for more than a decade. Beginning in 2019, Mr. Weiss, in his capacity as U.S. Attorney and along with federal law enforcement partners, began investigating allegations of certain criminal conduct by, among others, Robert Hunter Biden. That investigation has been recently referenced in federal criminal proceedings in the District of Delaware, and as noted in those proceedings and other public statements by Mr. Weiss's office, that investigation remains ongoing. In February 2021, U.S. Attorney Weiss was asked to remain as U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware and, in that capacity, to continue to lead the investigation. As I said before, Mr. Weiss would be permitted to continue his investigation, take any investigative steps he wanted, and make the decision whether to prosecute in any district. Mr. Weiss has told Congress that he has been granted ultimate authority over this matter, including the responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges and for making decisions necessary to preserve the integrity of any prosecution consistent with federal law, the principles of federal prosecution, and departmental policies. In a July 2023 letter to Congress, Mr. Weiss said that he had not to that point requested special counsel designation. On Tuesday of this week, Mr. Weiss advised me that in his judgment, his investigation had reached a stage at which he could, should continue his work as a special counsel and he asked to be so appointed. Upon considering his request, as well as the extraordinary circumstances relating to this matter, I have concluded that it is in the public interest to appoint him as special counsel. This appointment confirms my commitment to provide Mr. Weiss all the resources he requests. It also reaffirms that Mr. Weiss has the authority he needs to conduct a thorough investigation and to continue to take the steps he deems appropriate independently, based only on the facts and the law. Mr. Weiss will also continue to serve as U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware. As Special Counsel, he will continue to have the authority and responsibility that he has previously exercised to oversee the investigation and decide where, when, and whether to file charges. The Special Counsel will not be subject to the day-to-day -day supervision of any official of the Department, but he must comply with the regulations, procedures, and policies of the Department. Consistent with the Special Counsel regulations, at the conclusion of Mr. Weiss's work, he will provide me with a report explaining the prosecution or declination decisions reached by him. As with each Special Counsel who has served since I have taken office, I am committed to making as much of his report public as possible, consistent with legal requirements and department policy. Today's announcement affords the prosecutors, agents, and analysts working on this matter the ability to proceed with their work expeditiously 
and to make decisions indisputably guided only by the facts and the law. The men and women undertaking this investigation are public servants who have dedicated their careers to protecting the citizens of this country. The appointment of Mr. Weiss reinforces for the American people the Department's commitment to both independence and accountability in particularly sensitive matters. I am confident that Mr. Weiss will carry out his responsibility in an even-handed and urgent manner and in accordance with the highest traditions of this department. Thank you. If you as attorney Weiss had the authorities what he needed, you just heard there Attorney General Merrick Garland making a very significant announcement at the Department of Justice that there will be now a special counsel looking into the Hunter Biden matter. It is the same individual, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, who has been investigating. What it means, though, is that David Weiss, who is the, uh, again, U.S. attorney in Delaware who has been investigating, will now have more powers than a typical U.S. attorney. Uh, it is important to also note that what the attorney general said was that this is at the request of David Weiss. He requested the powers of the special counsel. Uh, a lot to unpack here. I believe that we have uh, Kara Sinell, uh to talk about what this means. Kara, take it away. Yeah, Dana, I mean, an unexpected announcement today by the Attorney General Merrick Garland appointing David Weiss, who has been overseeing this investigation as a special counsel. So as Garland said, that will allow David Weiss uh, the ability to investigate this independently, uh, it will allow him to investigate anywhere he needs to. There had been questions about venue in this case because he is the U.S. attorney for Delaware and some of the conduct or alleged conduct had taken place in other jurisdictions. It's also a bit of a reversal because both Garland and David Weiss had previously said he didn't ask for special counsel status and all the authority that he needed in this case. Uh, but now, according to Garland, Weiss asked for that status on Tuesday, and he was granted that. So, as Garland said, it will also mean that David Weiss will be providing a report with any prosecution mm -hmm. decisions or declinations at the end of this. And this is something that the House Republicans had been raising as a question here because there were IRS whistleblowers who'd come forward saying that some of their investigative efforts were stymied during this multi-year investigation. Uh, so it, it is something that House Republicans have been scrutinizing, and appointing a special counsel could alleviate some of that scrutiny, but it raises a lot of questions about just what else they might be investigating. I mean, I noted that Garland had said that they will be able to investigate criminal conduct by Hunter Biden, among others. Uh, that is a question here of who else they might be looking into. And remember, this investigation had spanned some five years mm -hmm. uh, and had looked at broad conduct, including foreign lobbying, including potential money laundering. And it had narrowed into the guilty plea that they had reached uh, last month that fell apart in the yeah. court hearing. And just now, Dana, we're getting word, I'm looking at a court filing, where prosecutors asked the judge to vacate her order asking them to come back and work out their guilty plea because, as they write, this is the prosecutors writing in this motion to the judge that, you know, that order was set in place as they were continuing to work toward a guilty plea. Mm -hmm. They write, but that is no longer the case. Following additional negotiations after the hearing held on July 26, 2023, the parties are at an impasse and are not in agreement on either a plea agreement 
or a diversion agreement. Therefore, the government believes the court's briefing yeah. order should be vacated. So, uh, you know, that shows us that this deal that they were working toward on tax misdemeanor charges and a diversion on a gun possession is now being torn up. Uh, and this investigation is now continuing with the appointment of a special counsel who has broad power, Stana. And, and that really is uh, the key here. That was the turning point, Kara. Uh, what happened in that courtroom, that federal courtroom in Delaware, when uh, the Hunter Biden legal team thought they were walk walking in with Hunter Biden, uh, David uh, Weiss and his team walked in. They had planned to just kind of get a stamp on this plea deal for a couple of misdemeanors uh, and uh, a tax charge that would be uh, diverted down the road. And then it all blew up and it all fell apart for various reasons. Fair to say that it was because of that that we are where we are. I mean, Dana, it certainly seems that way. Both the prosecution and Hunter Biden's team, you know, they walked into that courtroom today with a deal that they had signed and agreed upon. I mean, they shook hands in the courtroom at the start of the proceeding, and they actually signed the paperwork then. It was the judge that was pushing and asking questions about it. And where that first hit the snag was about the scope of this tax agreement. Exactly. You know, Hunter Biden's team believed that it covered everything that the prosecutors were looking into, including foreign lobbying, including money laundering. And prosecutors said that wasn't the case. It was narrowed to just taxes, to gun and to drug charges. Uh, in the live moments, though, Hunter Biden's team then said, OK, fine, we'll agree to that. And they were moving forward with what appeared to be the guilty plea. But then their the diversion agreement on the gun possession mm -hmm. hit a snag because the judge raised questions about whether it was constitutional. And that's when she said to both sides, you've 30 days to go back and try to work this out. And the big question has been, would they still agree to those initial charges, even this narrowed yeah. immunity deal? And apparently they are not able to do that.